Please pray with me. Oh God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Don't you just hate losing things? I mean, maybe it goes without saying that we all hate losing things, but maybe there's three reasons why we hate losing things. One is simply the waste of time, right? Who has an hour to look for their keys or their phone or their wallet or that special toy you were playing with? Nobody has that kind of time. Secondly, there's that loss of control, that sense of how is my life out of control so I can't find this thing? And the carelessness that, you know, goes along with that and then the self-recrimination about how is it that I could possibly have lost this thing? And then finally, there's missing that thing, that sense of I can't do without my phone or my keys or my wallet and life can't really go on without me finding this thing. Well, as hard as it is to lose things, it's even harder to be lost. What was it like for that one sheep in today's gospel story to be out alone in the rain and the fog, maybe, with darkness coming on and maybe wolves starting to howl around, having no idea where the rest of the flock is or how to get home? Or what was it like to be that coin that rolled into a dark and dusty corner somewhere and just waits helplessly to be found having no power at all to help itself. Now sometimes in life we can feel very lost. The next story in Luke's gospel after this one is the parable of the prodigal son where we go from a hundred sheep to ten coins to one human being who gets very lost, who wanders far from home and starts living in ways that were not true to God's desires for him or to who he really was. He was truly lost. And we can feel this way sometimes in life. We can get into situations or places where we're living in ways where we don't even know who we are anymore, where we wandered far away from God and we've lost our relationship with God and with each other and hence with our own souls. This is a dark and scary place to be. And in that place we can feel as helpless as that sheep or that coin with night coming on and dangers all around. Well, in that situation, the good news is that like us and infinitely more than us, God hates losing things, which is what the stories today show us. God hates losing things, but God really hates losing people. But not for the reasons, not for all those reasons I said. Not because God feels the loss of time, because in God there's no time, or the loss of control, because God ultimately is the one in charge. No, for God, the only reason God hates losing people is for that last reason, because God misses us when we are lost. God could do without us, but God chooses not to do without us. 
And so God misses us so much that God acts like that reckless sheep owner who leaves 99 sheep wandering around just to go and save the one that was lost. That doesn't make any sense because wouldn't you lose the rest of the 99 while you went and looked for the one? But that's not the way God thinks about it. God would go to any lengths to save that one that was lost, risking everything, even God's very own life, to find that lost sheep. And God misses us so much when we are lost that God behaves like that woman who, who lights a lamp and sweeps the house and searches desperately, determinedly, carefully until she finds that one coin. And unlike the sheep owner, this woman is not rich. This loss of a coin is the loss of a day's wage for her. A whole day down the drain if she can't find that coin. So for her, that coin was precious, very precious, just as we are precious in God's sight, so that God will light a lamp and sweep and look until God finds us that little lost coin. I once heard a story about a dog who belonged to a friend of mine. She and her family and the dog went on a hike up the mountain, up a mountain, and partway along the trail, the dog ran off to chase something and got lost. And they couldn't find the dog on the whole mountainside. And they looked and they looked and they hiked up and down and they called out her name and there was no, she couldn't be found, she was gone. And finally it got dark and they had to leave, and they had to leave this dog on the mountain. But they had a brilliant idea, which was they left an old shirt that belonged to one of them, hadn't been washed in a while, had a nice smell of that person. They left it at the trailhead at the bottom of the mountain. And then, fingers crossed and hoping against hope, they left and they went home for the night. And of course, when they got back in the morning, there was their dog curled up on the old shirt, fast asleep. Now this is what God does for us as well. God lays out signs, things that remind us of God, that smell like God, that feel like God, that taste like God and look like God and sound like God, so that when we're lost or afraid or have rolled into a dark corner or on the edge of a cliff, God sends us one of these signs. Signs like that old shirt that we can nestle into and curl up around and that can help us find our way back home. And we're here tonight because of the most important sign that God gave us, and that is this meal at this table that Jesus gave us the night before he died. And he said, do this in remembrance of me, and when you do it, I will be present with you. This bread and wine are like that old shirt that reminds us of home, that helps us come back. And when we get there, we know. When we get to this table, we are reminded of God, and we know that we're on our way back home. In the story of the prodigal son, the boy was so lost, he'd so forgotten who he was and who God was, until one day, by a miracle, he came to himself, is what it says in the story. He came to himself. 
That's what happens when we come to this meal. We come to ourselves. We, we may recognize how lost we are, but we also in that moment begin the journey back home. And more than this, when we come to this table, we remember that as much as we may be searching for God, God is infinitely more intensely and determinedly and recklessly searching for us. And we'll never stop searching until all of us are safely off the dangerous mountain and out of the dark corner and in God's embrace and back home. And for that, it makes total sense that the sheep owner and the woman and all of us throw a great big party and say, thanks be to God. Amen.